In this episode, we're talking about our favorite music in seasons four and five, also known as our favorite score under our favorite scoring. I want you to want to listen to this episode. Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 126. Listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm Chris. And in this episode, we are revisiting a topic we have covered before, back in episode 21, if you haven't listened to it already. We talked about our favorite musical moments from seasons one through three, because at that point, those were the only seasons that had aired. Uh, but now that Lost Girl has, has come to a conclusion, we thought we would revisit the idea of music on the show and talk about our favorite music from seasons four and five. So I came up with the drink special for this episode. It's a cheesy pun. I apologize if you have an aversion to cheesy puns. Don't apologize. I'm going to groan in, in <laughs> anticipation. No, I'm kidding. Aversions to cheesy puns are their own problems. <laughs> but I went with a, it's a shooter called Between the Sheets. Get it? Get it? I get Sheet it. Music. Uh, uh, uh. Sheet music. Pity Sheet music, plus the fa- our favorite music on the show tends to be during sexy times. But the recipe involves juice of quarter of a lemon and then half ounce each, half an ounce each of brandy, triple sec, and light rum. Hmm. I'm trying to decide if that sounds good or not. <laughs> So we were organizing our notes, and we decided to go really nerdy with this. <laughs> we are going so made, nerdy because it's us. even nerdier than usual. <laughs> we made a list of some of our favorite songs, and we're each going to cover them in chronological order. So Chris is going to kick us off. What you got for us, Chris? <laughs> in a move that surprises no one. I, I left this for you because uh, you know you. I love this I song, I, but I, I left called it for this you. when we decided we were going to do this like a year ago. <laughs> Or two years ago, <laughs> whenever it was. Lindy Ortega's I Want You, because, you know, it's the Hot Pantsless Anthem <laughs> from the episode Lovers Apart, in, in case of anybody uh, does not re- recall. And what are they doing during the song? They're knit- knitting, right? Uh. <laughs> uh, no, no, they're not. Well, I did not hear the song the first time it played since I was screaming in horror, but then... You know, I got really used to it, and I like the song because, yeah, it's all dun dun dun. You know, it just starts <laughs> off like that, and I'm all, wow, I kind of like it. So I grew to like it, despite my. It's a damn know. catchy song. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So I'm like, now I just listen to it and laugh at myself <laughs> and my initial reactions to the song. I mean, to the you're, scene, you're not going to write but- an AU fanfic about uh, about Amber and and Betty McRae or something. No. <laughs> that was a very definitive sounding no. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll have to write the fanfic then. Like Yes. You ten years after that. Bomb Girls and oh, Betty McRae's gotten work at a at a diner and meets a new redhead. I don't know. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I really like the how the lyrics of the song I think fit with the ethos of the show it not not maybe necessarily with lauren more with Bo. right like the first three lines are there will be angels there will be devils i will will be be in in between between. yeah Mm -hmm. and then later on there's there will be light there will be darkness i will be in the shade so this idea of duality and our protagonist in the song being somewhere in the middle taking the third option as Bo is wont to do 
Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a naughty song when I listen to the lyrics. I wanted to mention one of my favorites from the following episode, Turn to Stone. It's a little ditty called Baby I Called Hell by Deep Valley, whose name is spelled really bizarrely. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, it makes it easier to search, right? It's true. It's true. And this is playing during the Bow and Dyson Trist is the word that Chris used for it. <laughs> I find delightfully old-fashioned, which is generally what I think of when I think of Chris. Delightfully old-fashioned. <laughs> Interesting. I just like fancy words on occasion. <laughs> I just like how Chris says, oh, oh dear. You know, I do say, oh, dear, a lot. That's true. That, that I call delightfully old fashioned and adorable the way Chris says it. But Baby Guy, I Call Hell by Deep Valley. Again, this is just a really good song. Super catchy. And I we mentioned when we talked about this scene originally, for me, it really calls back to the... The, the tumble in the hay, I guess, from Vexed. I'm not going to yeah. use Tris because Chris <laughs> already used it. But tumble in the hay, I mean, you know. It's a bit more than a tumble in the hay. To me, tumble in the hay makes me think of horny teenagers. I mean, this is just all out balls to the wall or, you know. <laughs> We're talking about balls. We're going there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but this this is like an appropriately aggressive sounding song for this. Aggressive uh, sexy this, times? Yeah. There's kind of a, a power play type dynamic going on between Bo and Dyson. You know, it's like she pushes him back. He pushes her against the ropes. Like it's They don't get violent with each other, but there's definitely this sense of, you know, I control you, you control me, kind of a trade-off. So I think it's it, definitely the tone of the song fits this scene. And I think the lyrics also suggest what we learn at the end of this ep episode, that something is not quite right with Bo. And I think, you know, especially the, the title of the song comes from this lyric that says, because what you call love, baby, I call hell. I was also, when I was looking up the lyrics for this song, it made me realize this song doesn't have a chorus. It just has two verses, which is very unusual for a song. So, again, I think it, it even that aspect of the song kind of emphasizes something's not quite right here. So that's one of my one of my all time favorites from the series, I think, is Baby I Call Hell. I do like it a lot. It's got the really sort of gnarly, aggressive, distorted guitars mm -hmm. that starts off the song. It's a good and to song. me, that whole scene is made even more, I don't know, aggressive or rough by the fact that they're in a boxing ring and wearing right. boxing gloves. So it just adds to the. Not gnarliness, but just aggressiveness of that scene. You know, it's just something different. Well, it is. I mean, it starts off with them sparring, and then it turns into, like, sexy sparring. Sexy, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and why wouldn't you? <laughs> the next one I wanted to mention comes from Of All the Gin Joints. It's at the very end of the episode. And we see that Lauren and the Morgan have a little storyline in this episode, and it ends with Lauren giving the Morgan a smooch. But <gasps> then... After the Morgan leaves, we see Lauren peeling something off of her lips and saying mm. some important sounding line of, you know, so it begins or something like that. And Did Annie just song, make a really dirty sound at peeling off of her lips? Mm -hmm. I think she did. I, <laughs> I was did. trying to move on from I, it. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Your, your commentary with my own <laughs> sound effects. So this song, Breaks Me Down by Stars and Crosses, is playing during that segment and mostly i like it just because it's a great pop song but i think it really works well for this scene because it, it has this like really soaring triumphant conclusion to the song which is what is playing over that little piece of the scene and it punctuates it with this lyric 
you underestimated my worth. And it it really heightens this sense of like Lauren, who the Morrigan doesn't see as threatening. She's up to something and you shouldn't underestimate Lauren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's Lauren. No, I always, it's funny because the beginning of that song, I always think is more of a kind of a pop ballad, I suppose, but then mm. it, it builds and it gets stronger as it goes. Mm-hmm. So there's something definitely at the undercurrents of that song. And it took, again, it took that song a while to grow on me, but I really like it. And it has it punctuates at the end. I like it too. It, and you're right. It does really start off sort of sweet and light. And then, and mm-hmm. then like the drum comes in. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The, the singer gets a little more insistent. I think she sings the chorus like a couple of times. And yeah. the first time she's a bit more gentle with it. But by the end, she's like, you underestimated me. Uh-huh. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Song that I liked, one of the many songs that I liked from Groundhog Fay is at the very beginning. It's by Jay Price, Coming for You Baby, and it is, of course, the car wash scene. And hmm. why do you like that song? Uh, because <laughs> it's just Bo in pussy slash cock tease mode. And I just, you know, the little looks she gives, Lauren, the way that scene is cut and the way the looks she's giving both Lauren and Bo, I'm like, uh, Lauren and Dyson, I'm like, oh, Bo, this is why you're a succubus. You just have everybody hanging on your every look. So I just think it's an appropriate song, though. Although it took me a while to get used to this song because the first time we see this car wash scene, and this is a bonus, it was used in the promo for season four. And I actually like the song used there a bit better. It's called On Fire by John Hunter Jr., Jonathan Slot, and Noah Jackson. And so I really got used to the scene with that song first, which I think is very appropriate. And then, so I had to get used to it with this different, with a different song with Coming for You Baby. But I, I got used to it and I thought they both fit the scene, but I have a preference for the first song. Groundhog Fay then moves into a lot of Christmas music because of the theme of the, episode and one of the ones that i really that really stuck out to me was uh it's called what you want by library voices featuring coast to coast and it's the song that continually plays when Bo first enters the clubhouse and there's that couple that continues to make out you know it's just one of these poppy little christmas songs and it's really cute and it's talking about what you want for christmas but i just i just thought it was a cute entrance song that caught my ear yeah, I, I kind of just want to give a shout out to Groundhog Fay as an entire episode, because probably for money reasons, the music director, they didn't use a bunch of traditional Christmas songs because that probably would have been freaking expensive. But instead, they chose a really great bunch of unknown songs. At least I thought they were really an excellent selection. Yeah. And and my favorite is actually the song that plays on Bo's car radio at the beginning of of every time loop. And it's called Don't Forget About Me This Christmas by... I'm going to try Danny Fromaggio and Peter Hadjiafu. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I there's a lot of I's incorrectly. and J's in those names. Yeah, was... Yes, there's last names that I'm not familiar with, so I apologize. But yeah, I mean, normally, if you look up the music for each episode, it's got about three or four songs, but Groundhog Fay has about 12 or 15. I was going to say, it looks like they just got every relatively unknown Christmas song they could find. <laughs> Yeah. And played it. But they're great the finds. I really, really like it when they use just unknown, you know, even stock music. And sometimes they're great little ditties. So they're, they are mm-hmm. really fit the scene and they're really appropriate. So, uh, but yeah, Grand Hog Fay has some great finds. 
And moving forward a couple episodes in season four, I wanted to mention a song that plays in Origin. Again, this is a scene that features Lauren and the Morrigan. Specifically, it's the scene in which Lauren is seducing the Morrigan. (sighs) Yeah, we know how that all turned out. And the song's called Heart Killer by the artist Gosling. And I feel like this song is really appropriate for the conclusion of that storyline between the two these two women. I really like the instrumentation in the song, they, especially the, the percussion section. It has this kind of sneaky, almost menacing feeling in the in the music. And, but then the singer has like this really sweet kind of childlike voice. And the lyrics are all about how, you know, I'm going to get you, but you're not going to see it coming. And so I like the contrast between kind of her sweet voice and the sneaky kind of music. But then when she gets to the chorus, like the lyrics in the chorus are ruthless, quite honestly. Because <laughs> the lyrics are, I want to see hurt. I want to see hurt, playing your heart, treating you bad, watching you drown, watch you fall down. I want to see hurt. And I just thought that it was a, it's a great song just generally. And I think it's really appropriate for that scene between Lauren and the Morrigan. Mm-hmm. I like that song a lot too. I mm-hmm. like what Lauren's wearing in that scene. But uh, beyond that, I love this song. It's very seductive. And again, it kind of, that baseline kind of sneaks up on you that little drum so i just mm-hmm. yeah it's very seductive and it goes with the scene very well and it's a side of lauren we haven't necessarily seen where she's right. trying to seduce someone you know normally we see that with Bo or her powers but this is lauren really on a mission but it's it's not just through her science it's through her seductiveness and uh oh Yeah, this is the first time we're seeing Lauren using her sexuality with ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I guess maybe back in season season one when she was had more things going on than she was willing to admit to Bowen and and vexed. But it was not as sinister as this particular encounter with the Morrigan is. So definitely, I think we're seeing a different side of Lauren here. So closing out season four, we've got uh, You by Keaton Henson from Dark Horse, which just makes me cry. It does. Yeah. It's that was a really great find and a use of a song, though. I'm like, thank you, music directors, for picking the perfect song to make us ball. Unless you're Stephanie. Hey! Yeah, of course. <laughs> us meaning everybody else that watches Lost Girl except Stephanie. I think what made this song stick out is especially good is also the fact that it's a little bit different of a song than have is usually used in the show. I think it, that's fair, yeah often use like strummy acoustic singer songwritery type music very much they're often more poppy electronic or like garage rock so i feel like this song it really stands out as something different and i think that's appropriate here when bo has lost kenzie and her life has been really altered in a fundamental way and of course the the lyrics are just heartbreaking yeah that whole uh what is it know that your life was my life's Life's best best part Yeah. Yeah, your life was my life's best part. Yeah. Which just ripped my heart out, why don't you? Yeah. 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 But it's, I mean, it's so perfect for that reason. Because it is, it's sad, but it's not desperate, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. it's it's sentimental in the right way to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Because the whole scene ends with Bo and her determination to get Kenzie back. But she's still really devastated at this point. But, But yeah, that lyric. I think plays at the perfect point, right when Bo walks up to Kenzie's grave, and the we, the audience, we find out her last name finally. <sighs> One of my favorites, because it is. I mean, it's basically like a sad love song, which I think fits perfectly. 
Because that is the great love of the show. Yeah. Yes. This song is a life ruiner, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's depressing, but in a good way. <laughs> Basically, yes. And it just, it, it that's why it makes me cry so much. <laughs> I'm thinking about it and, and tearing up a little bit right now. For I am a sap. From Big in Japan, the song Bangalore by Marjorie Del Case. I guess is how you pronounce her name. I'm not entirely sure. This is one of those songs I don't think I necessarily picked it out watching the episode initially, but I was going through a list of the songs, and I really, really like this song. What scene is it used in? It's the beginning, right? I think so, yeah. Where Bo and Dyson are painting? Oh, yes, she's thank that you. opens the episode when Bo's painting? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I do I like that the song. Terribly tiny paint roller, which <laughs> I was I'm never going to let go. the other day, and I was reflecting on how you guys were criticizing. It's too much paint, and the paint roller is too tiny, and the other paint roller Dyson's holding, even if it's standard size, is as big as his head. It's huge. But you want a big paint roller because it's a That's wall. That's a standard okay, okay. size paint I know. roller. Just, maybe it's because it's compared to the tiny tr- <laughs> That thing's for the trim, like trim. the baseboards and the... Okay. <laughs> You don't want to use that on a wall. It's terrible. You'll be there forever. And the paint will dry weird. Don't do it. Okay, okay. I get it. But getting back to the song, Chris. But I think, I think this is... That's why I I didn't notice it at first, probably. I was too busy criticizing Bo's paint roller. Criticizing the tiny paint roller. Bo's take technique. (laughs) Even if she did look super cute in her her overalls. In her painting overalls. Use a regular size paint roller unless you're doing trim. But anyway... (laughs) It's a really good song, though. I, I suggest looking it up to anybody who doesn't remember this song. Go go look it up and listen to it. Well, that's great because I was just about to, I was just about to put a tweet in my timeline going, "Hey, I want to add some songs to my Lost Girl playlist." And most of the songs we're going over here, I already have on my playlist, but um, this is one that I don't have, so I wanted to add it and get some suggestions. So it's timely that I'm getting this, uh, that we're doing this episode. Glad to help. <laughs> Now, okay, this might seem weird for people that know me. Why do I have this song on my playlist? Because <laughs> you love Cop Doc. Shut up. It's not Cop, it's not cop Doc. It's Valcubus. Okay, the next song on my playlist is from It's Your Lucky Flay. That's that. The next song on Lucky Flay. Play- is there such a thing as Lucky Flay? <laughs> oh, my God. Filet, Flay. <laughs> the next song is from It's Your Lucky Fay, and it's Close by Slow Skies. And yes, it's during the prelude to Valkybus Sexy Times when Tamsin comes and gives Bo the gift of herself and a bow. And at first, I, you know, literally when I saw this scene, I obviously was not just paying attention to the song. I just literally was saying really, really loudly, oh, fuck. But I don't know. I really, really like this song. I don't know why. And every time I listen to it, I'm like, no, I am betraying my Docubus roots. But I'm pretty sure liking a song doesn't negate any feelings you have about certain ships. My my ship. Yeah. No, but I just, I mean, the lyrics go, they're just really simple, but really sweet. Just says, hold me close. I weigh down heavy heart, a love apart. Hold me close. I follow a faded you my love see through. And I think it kind of reflects that Tamsin has feelings for Bo. You know, she wants to show them to her and show how, you know, she's being vulnerable. And this is her 
literally presenting herself to Bo and just offering herself and all that she wants in her relationship for Bo at this point. But unfortunately, Bo didn't handle it the right way. And then this artist actually also had a song used later when Bo and Tamsin have their discussion where Bo breaks Tamsin's heart, and it's called On the Shore. But they, they have really sweet, sensitive songs that kind of sneak up on you. I really like this artist. It's interesting, though, because I don't know if this if either of the verses were used in the episode itself, yeah, they but the, the verse is actually, she's talking about a love that she doesn't have, mm-hmm. and it's interesting since things didn't work out between Tamsin and Bo, if part of the reason why the song was chosen was maybe that it was a foreshadowing that things weren't going to turn out well for Tamsin here. Yeah. I think this is one of the artists that I'll be interested in checking out more. And uh, that's one thing I love about a show when it has good music is just to uh, introduce me to different artists. So, But I wanted to point out a couple of lyrics that I think are really that stuck out to me is just as I'm reading them. Love mm-hmm. that only lets me down turns to water when I drown. I follow a ghost of us in every body that I touch. That's some heavy stuff. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. But going back to a song that everybody would probably expect that I'd pick, one of them anyway, <laughs> is uh, Aaron Neville's Tell It Like It Is from Here Comes the Night, which is me screaming as I watch it with touchdown arms because Docubus finally kissed. But I thought it was great to use like a real classic song and a real classic artist. I thought it was different for Lost Girl to do it. It's a different kind of song. And I'm like, oh, that's good. They had the budget to do it. I thought it fit really well because the lyrics refer to, you know, don't waste my time, don't play with my heart anymore. And uh, hopefully it's Bo and Lauren, you know, finally working through this, starting to work through their issues. Talk, guys. Why don't you talk? Well, have sex first and then talk. And of course, I don't know about you guys, but this is funnier to me now after Dragon Con this year. Huh. And hearing Zoe Palmer's Aaron Neville impression. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which apparently she frequently did on set. <laughs> Which is great. Because Anna was like, "What? wait, what's that song that you sang every day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a decent Aaron Neville impression, mm-hmm. I gotta say. Yep. This song also is reflective of the big theme of the episode tell tell it like it is there's a lot of truth telling in this episode Mm -hmm. or at least people feeling like they're finally able to tell the truth to somebody even though most of them are talking to oracles and then later in that episode there's a song that is actually used twice and here comes the night it's called lullabies by yuna it's used both when tamsin walks in and sees bo and lauren and having sex and Mm -hmm. then later on when Bo and Lauren are having some post-coital pillow talk. And I, I like the song generally, but I think it's particularly well used in the earlier scene and just emphasizing Tamsin's heartbreak. Because the, the lyrics that play over that little scene are, I wanted to go away with you and I will leave all my troubles here. I wanted to run away with you and I will bring all my dreams and fears. So the sense of Tamsin's hopefulness for their relationship and realizing that like, oh... That's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just generally, I think the lyrics of, for the song really fit Tamsin and where her character was at at that moment. Yeah, and by the way, if you look the song up, you'll also find some great remixes of that song besides the version that played in the episode. I pretty much like all the versions, so they're all on my playlist. And I know your favorite part, Annie, is when it's used over Bo, Bo and Lauren, because it puts yes. the lyric, you are my first love over them. Mm-hmm. Like lullabies you are, forever in your mind, I see you in all the pieces of my life. Though you weren't mine, you were my first love. 
And the next song is I've got on my list is from 44 Minutes to Save the World. It's Agnes Obel's Run Cried the Crawling, which is difficult to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Agnes Obel, actually, if you'll recall on the first music episode we did, I also had an Agnes Obel song on my list. Agnes Obel makes me cry. <laughs> Her songs are very sparse and beautiful and heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Which I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that kind of thing, apparently. <laughs> Just- you're like, make me depressed. <laughs> this isn't happy. a good CD go. unless I'm bawling. <laughs> That's not true. But, you know, every once in a while you need some, like, good cleansing tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and remind folks what this is playing over. This is, let's see, it's uh, during the last scene of the episode, I believe, where Bo comes in and tells Dyson that Iris slash Nyx has died, and Dyson has to go tell Mark and... Bo and Lauren have their little conversation. Their emotional conversation, even if Bo looks like she's a foot taller than Lauren, which keeps taking us out of the scene. <laughs> she's so tall! Why is she so tall? Because she's standing on a box in heels, and Lauren's just dug a hole barefoot, and probably. Zoe Palmer in the hole. I know. Zoe's slouching. I mean, I don't know. And flip-flops. Yeah. I also... From the episode Like Father, Like Daughter, like the song Wasabi Columbo remix by Sold <laughs> wasabi. Out. That is ridiculous. <laughs> because it's Wasabi, but with a Z, because why not? Yeah. <laughs> Again, it makes searching easier. <laughs> True. But yeah, that's the scene where uh, Bo is doing the, uh, what is it, entrapment thing under the uh, lasers. It's just, it's kind of a fun scene and a fun song to go with mm-hmm. the scene. So good and fun and energetic. I agree. It's a good pick for that scene. So the next song I've got, because I have the next song too, is Forces by Stax Osset, I guess, is how you say that? Yeah, I guess. From the episode Judgment Faye. And as as Annie knows, I'm sure, it's from the shower scene. <sighs> oh. I like it. I mean, I like the song. <laughs> <laughs> we know you like it. Annie. I do like the song in that scene, but I'm trying to remember the lyrics, and I was trying to Google, but nobody seems to have them up online. Something about colliding. It's like, we are forces of nature. Yeah, yeah. I was drifting in the haze. What, what is that? <laughs> when the clouds Something, come... Co- yeah, I, I yeah, can't yeah. understand what she's saying. And then this is real oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm like, what are, the, what are the lyrics I remember here? I'll know it if I listen to it. Mm. Okay, well, that went nowhere, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep Sorry. watching the scene on repeat, and we'll get those opening <laughs> lyrics down really well. Well, I haven't even watched the scene a ton. I just, I found the song and I like mm-hmm. it. I've listened to the song a ton, but usually while doing other things. So I don't pay close attention to the lyrics. Sorry. No, I like that song. I, I haven't listened to the full version of it yet, but I, I liked the piece that they used in the scene a lot. Yeah, it's a good song. So the next song, because I will continue the, uh, I need a really depressing song every once in a while theme is by Rose Cousins. It's one way from Judgment Fay, and it is the why the hell did they do this Docubus breakup scene. And I really, I'm trying to remember the lyrics, but it talks about, I think, one person's going one way, one person's going the other way, but they still are connected. It talks, I, one of the lyrics that really gets me, it says, I start where you end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lyrics are, I, I break where you bend, I take what you send, we both pretend, but I know that I start where you end. 
Yeah. So see, you should have known it was going to be okay, Annie. That uh, there's kind yes. of a, a hopefulness here, even though yeah. there's differences. There's they differences, are still connected. Yes. There was no consoling her, though. I know. There was no she consoling, was not when it's that kind of a scene. But it was just, it was so funny because I downloaded it because I usually download all the songs that I like from all the Docubus scenes. But I was going to say, Docubus songs. Well, what happened was that I downloaded it and then it came on my playlist and I was so depressed. I'm all, no, I can't listen to it. So I couldn't listen to it for about a week. But now I listen to it and I'm like, it's okay. I'm just, I'm still a little bummed when I hear the song, but I really do like the lyrics. And actually, the, uh, I think Docubus fans, I've seen a couple of them use the hashtag, I start where you end, when they uh, put up Docubus pictures. And the next song that I really like is There's a Ghost by Fleury, F-L-E-U. Fleury. Fleury, okay. Uh, from Follow the Yellow Trick Road, and it's from when they're reading Trick's Will. It's not a song that's used, a type of song that's used a lot. It is a really soft, slow acoustic song. And they really use that intro and stretch it out a bit, just with the acoustic guitar when they're reading the will, and I really like it. But it's really interesting to listen to the lyrics, because it, uh, I think is a takeoff from Edgar Allan Poe, because I don't even know if the lyrics are used in the song, but it's part of the lyrics go, there's a heartbeat under my floorboard, and... Charging me guilty, and I don't know what for. There's a blackbird over my door singing Nevermore. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. There's uh, literary references in that song, but kind of put a different spin on the song for me. Made it kind of foreboding, considering that they're reading it during a will scene. A reading of a will scene. If you read the lyrics, though, it's kind of a weird choice for what is a very touching scene. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the lyrics are, there's a ghost she's wearing my face at parties yeah. being introduced with my name, just a skeleton of bones wearing nothing but clothes, and she is paralyzing. There's a sound, it's haunting my dreams, like children laughing in the distance, and I don't know what it means. Am I afraid to be alone that nobody will ever know this death? I'm dying, question well, mark. yikes. I know. <laughs> it is, I mean, you know, it is about a death. But but yeah, it's it's weird. It is a really touching song when you listen to it but yeah if you listen to the lyrics it's really creepy i mean the tone is a really touching song and how it's used in the scene but but the lyrics are kind of make it a strange choice for the scene (laughs) don't listen too closely yeah yeah (laughs) well sometimes like the tone of the song is the important thing right it's not until afterwards you're like wait a minute what did they just say (laughs) what the hell come back as a ghost not okay (laughs) not okay Well, besides Groundhog Fay, we also wanted to give a shout out to a few other episodes that we thought had some really good score in it. Annie, you mentioned the score in Dark Horse really stood out to you, especially when Kenzie is sacrificing herself and walking into the portal. Yeah, and then pieces of the music from that score, like also when Kenzie gives Bo Geraldine or when Bo puts on the necklace, we see those pieces of score used and repeated throughout season five as well Mm -hmm. during particularly emotional scenes and again like i said i know it will never happen but it's like oh why can't we have this score released i know it will never happen but i just i love 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 television and film scores i've been collecting them for almost 20 years and it's it's too bad that so much of the stuff that i love won't ever be released and we wanted to mention again the really excellent use of, of both bach and especially beethoven which is played during the penultimate scene in Family Portrait, where Bo finds both Trick and Aoife slain by Jack. There's some really good use of the classical music in that episode. And then I wanted to mention the score in Follow the Yellow Trick Road. I thought it was a really fun score, especially at the very beginning when Bo is really realizing that she isn't in Kansas anymore. It's just really delightful. I enjoyed it a lot. 
And I also wanted to mention, I wasn't sure where, because it technically was never used in an episode. It's kind of like the On Fire song that was used in the car wash promo. I really loved the Emily Mover cover of The Wanderer. Mm-hmm. That was so used good. Yeah. in a promo that was leaked. I don't know if it was ever aired. It was really strange. So it, yeah, was, it was used in a, a promo that was leaked sometime in the middle of season four. And it's a really good cover. It's fairly straightforward. It's like a stripped down version, but I love Emily Mover's voice. And I just think it's a really great cover. Well, and I love how they changed the pronouns in that song because it's a woman singing it. But also I think it reflects of how sexuality is fluid in Lost Girl because the lyrics originally in the original song talk about, you know, I'm going to take all the girls and take them all around. And Well, the thing is they changed the lyric for the pronoun of the singer, but they didn't change. Yeah, the change, pronoun of the singer. That's what I meant. They didn't yeah. change that she's chasing girl or like all yeah. the girls, you know, yeah, follow her. I like that, you know. Yeah, because obviously since it, it was tailored very specifically for use online, Girl, so it queered up the song. Yeah. Because oftentimes when you would have a female singer taking on a song that's traditionally sung by a man, they would have changed both pronouns. Like when I think it was Joss Stone covered Fell in Love with a Girl, and mm-hmm. she changed it to I Fell in Love with a Boy. Mm-hmm. You know, usually they would do something like that, but they didn't hear. And it fits for Lost Girl. Right. I do have a question though. There's like even songs that they play in promos, sometimes those I download to my list. Like some like rap type song that uh they used for the first season five the season five promo uh the first one that aired like who's that hot girl or something like that but yeah it was just a silly (laughs) pop song thing and i'm like no clue what eddie's talking about i don't either (laughs) it's the first promo that aired for the first half of season five anyway but there is a song that i'm looking for that aired it was a really brief promo that aired for the second half of season five with like the who knows if there will be a happy ending or something like that. But the lyrics are like, who who says that we'll live forever or something like that. But it's a really kind of haunting song, and I can't figure out what that song is. So if anybody knows, let me know. So if you know the name of that song, or, or if you just want to share with us some of your favorite songs from seasons four and five, you can let us know in the comments for the show notes for this episode over on our website, drinksofthedoll.com slash 126. You can also send us any feedback you have by emailing us, feedback at drinksofthedoll.com, or you can also call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. We always love getting voice memos. You can record one with your smartphone and email it to us. And we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr as Drinks at the Doll. Drinks the Doll is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. We have podcasts for Killjoys and Orphan Black and a couple of other shows. You can find all of those over at AskGenreTV.com. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks at the Doll. My name is Stephanie. Just say yay to sexy times docubus songs. Say nay to sad breakup songs. My name is Annie. I thought you say yay to those too, though. Well, yeah, but, you know, in general. (laughs) Say nay to the scenes. That's what I'm saying. And I'm delightfully old-fashioned, apparently. And my name is Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. <sighs> so speaking of uh, loud music with, uh, you know, docubus sex or whatever, <laughs> the next song I've got on my list. My Do you want to try that again, Chris? <laughs> no, don't try it again. That was funny. <laughs> Loud document sex? What? <laughs>